I've been playing outdoors since I was a kid, standing by the front door at around two years old, hollering, side, side, trying to get my mom to let me go play outside. Now, after 30 plus years working in the outdoor business, I'm dropping insider conversations every week with brand leaders, guides, marketers, CEOs, and others that make the outdoor business a trillion dollar juggernaut that drives product innovation, revenue, and public policy for everything outdoors. I'm Rick Says. Welcome to the Outdoor Biz Podcast, available wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast, your guide for growing lawn care and landscape startups into a thriving business. This show is dedicated to helping you improve your business and achieve financial success. Your host, Paul Jamison, is the best-selling author of Cut That Grass and Make That Cash and The Lawn Care Advantage, winning strategies for a thriving landscaping business. Join us as Paul shares his expertise and passion, helping you create a prosperous future. Now, here's your host, Paul Jamison. Today, we're going to talk about attracting your ideal customers. And so essentially, what's the best way to do marketing in lawn care? We've talked all about making sure that we understand our numbers, that we are pricing our services appropriately. And once we have that in place, that our numbers are are, uh, where they should be, and we are charging the correct amount. The next name of the game is getting the best customers, our ideal customers, knowing who they are, and then going out and getting them as our customers. So there isn't a magic number of how many customers you should have. I know Andy Mulder up in Crown Point, Indiana, uh, there was a season, I believe it was the 2022 season, 2022, he basically had one customer. It was a huge job, obviously made over a million dollars on that job and it was profitable, but he just had one customer and there's other folks who have a higher volume of customers, but are they your ideal customers? That's what we're going to talk about today. So once you have the ideal customer uh, identified, then it's just about growth and profitability. It's marketing to that ideal customer. And so we're going to talk about Traditional marketing versus digital marketing strategies. Uh, So let's dive right into it. Some people call it the customer avatar. Others call it the uh, customer profile, the target customer. You can name whatever you want. I I call it the ideal customer, but there's other fancy ways that, you know, marketing experts call it. But the point is to get a clear picture on your ideal customer. And here's what you should consider asking. What is the age range, the age range of your ideal customer? And for me, I'd say it's about a 45-year-old woman. So what is their gender? Well, in the lawn care landscaping space, typically it's going to be a woman, a female, just because in most cases, that's who's making these decisions. What is their marital or family status? And again, depending on where you live, your answers are going to be your answers. My answer, just kind of filling out the demographics myself, I'd say age range, 45 to 65, gender, female, marital status, 
married with children. And what is their income level? So for me, I'm going to say 200,000 plus. Where do they live? In the urban city, in the, in the suburbs, out in the rural areas? Where do they live? City, suburbs, or rural areas? So for me, I have found here in the Atlanta market, there are certain suburbs, right? Sewanee, Duluth, Johns Creek, Alpharetta, Sandy Springs. These suburban suburbs where they make $200,000 plus and they're a female who's married with children, they're age 45 to 65. That's my ideal customer. You know, your demographics could be different. There's not a right or a wrong, but it's before you start blitzing marketing campaigns, identifying these demographics. So again, if you want to write these questions down, what is the age range of your ideal customer? What is their gender? What is their marital or family status? What is their income level? Where do they live? In the city, the suburbs, or out in the good old country? For me, I don't like traffic. And I ain't going to be working in the city. I've done that before. I worked down in Buckhead. Forget about it. Too much traffic. Definitely not in the rural areas. Not enough money or opportunity out there for my business. It could You could make it work. So I found Suburbs Works. So back to the geographic area. Once you identify you're going to go for the city, you're going to go for the suburb, you're going to go for the rural areas, then it's actually selecting the actual neighborhood. So here in Atlanta, right? In Suwannee, there's all kinds of neighborhoods. But my favorite one is one, a one called River Club. Gated community, big money. They like their yard real mode and, and well-kept. So you got you to gotta select what certain neighborhoods do you want to conquer? What geographics do you want to do your marketing campaign in? Are there particular types of properties within this area that are more suited to your services? I like residential home with medium to small yards. Now, we don't have large yards in Atlanta unless you live in Milton, where they literally make you have an acre. <laughs> it's a little town here south of Cumming, Georgia. but. We don't really have large yards here in Atlanta because there's so many people that live here. But I found residential homes with mid-sized to small yards work best for me. But what is it for you? Is it commercial properties? Is it residential homes with large yards? Residential homes with small yards? Once you know what your flavor is, then you can find the neighborhoods that have those. So questions to ask with geographics are, what specific geographic area do you want to serve? Like what actual neighborhoods? What types of property do you want to serve? Because you want to buy specific equipment for those properties, and then you want to market to those specific properties. So for example, the neighborhoods I like to work in, a lot of them have backyards with gates, which is fine because we can easily fit a 30-inch X mark mower back there but I already know the types of homes that I like. Psychographics. What values and interests do your ideal customers have? 
why I like the high-end neighborhoods here in Swanee and Cumming and Duluth, Johns Creek, they have a high value on outdoor aesthetics. They have a high value on outdoor aesthetics. They want their backyard and front yard, their entire property landscape looking pristine. Now, other people that I've interviewed on my podcast, their psychographic is they, they target customers who want environmental sustainability and they have all electric equipment and that's their psychographic is customers who don't want gas powered mowers or power equipment on their property. They want environmental sustainability. They market to that psychographic. Again, my psychographic. And again, Atlanta isn't, I know everybody reading my audiobooks, listening to my podcasts, don't all live in Atlanta, but the market here is, is there's a lot of money in Atlanta. There's a lot of money in Dallas. There's a lot of money in Nashville. In these markets, the high value outdoor aesthetics are important in the suburbs. What motivates your customers purchasing decisions? Is it quality of service? Is it price? Is it convenience? You want to answer that question. Once you identify your ideal customer, their age, their gender, their family status, their income level, where they live, what's important to them? Is it the quality of the service? Is it the price? Or is it the convenience? Because that's going to dictate your marketing. What are the behavioral factors? How do they prefer to be communicated with? Email? Text, in person, you want to figure this out. What kind of lawn services are they looking for? Basic moeds, trim and blow? Are they looking for somebody who can do their landscaping design? Are they looking for your eco-friendly green company? What, who is your ideal customer? How often do they require lawn service? Weekly? Bi-weekly? Tri-weekly? Oh, no. <laughs> How often do they want you to come? I know here in Atlanta, many of my friends in the industry, we have guidelines, no biweekly service. No biweekly. We don't offer it. If you want biweekly, you can call Chuck in the truck. You can call neighborhood kid. You can call some other sucker. We ain't falling for that. It's weekly service or go hire someone else. But maybe you say, hey, we, we, we'll do the biweekly. We'll do it when, as needed. I wouldn't recommend that, but you want to know who your customer is and what they want. I hope I'm being clear. There are customers who want weekly service. There are other customers who only care about price and they're okay with biweekly, but you want to know up front who your ideal customer is because last thing you want to do is be attracting the wrong customer. What challenges or pain points do they have regarding lawn care? For example, are they dissatisfied with the previous provider and they want somebody who can do a better job? Or what, what, why are they hiring you? What pain points do they have? What level of service do they expect? Are they looking for long-term care or is it just a one and done because they're flipping a house? Who is your ideal customer? What are their budget expectations? So these are some of the questions to consider um, when you're putting together your 
marketing plan and trying to uh, attract your ideal customers. I mentioned uh, previously about how important it is to research your competition. For example, you can go on your competition's websites if, if, if these companies do tens of millions of dollars in revenue or you know, multiple millions in revenue. They're going to have a good website and more than likely because they want to make it easier for their customers on their website, they're going to actually show their service packages. When I got started, I went online. I looked up, I kept seeing these big box trucks in the fancy country club I was working in. I looked them up on the internet and lo and behold, it literally on their website shows what they offer in their packages. They have two packages. And in, in their basic package, it showed what they offered, what services. And then in their premium package, it showed what services. And I knew they were crushing it because their box trucks were everywhere in the fancy gated multi-million dollar home com- community. And so by looking at their, how they offer their services, they have obviously have it figured out. I based my packages off of what they did. As simple as that. So. I don't want to beat the dead horse about building your ideal customer profile, but I would, I, would, I would answer all those questions and then research what the top companies in your market, how they are packaging their services. Then, and you want to do all of this, so it's not in necessarily a particular order, but you also want to build a strong brand identity. 100% of the time, you want you and your team to be in uniform. You want to have a logo on your vehicles. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. It could be, but it could just be a simple decal. You can get for 200 bucks. They'll, 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 they'll uh, put a logo on your truck and, you know, on the doors of the, the passenger and on the driver's seat doors, get it, get it lettered, logoed a couple hundred bucks. Now you could get a wrap that would be, you know, north of a thousand, but you want your vehicles, your trucks, whatever vehicles you have to be identifiable. You want your logo to be everywhere. You want your team to be in uniform all the time. Have you ever seen the Amazon delivery person wearing some t-shirt and some raggedy outfit? No, they're wearing the Amazon, you know, uniform, the UPS workers, they're wearing the UPS uniform. The FedEx person is wearing the FedEx uniform. They're in the FedEx truck or the UPS truck or the Amazon truck. Every single time it is protocol, the delivery person for Amazon, UPS, FedEx, the vehicle is, is lettered or logoed, right? It's either the blue Amazon or it's the brown UPS or it's the, 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 the FedEx one. And then their team members are wearing their uniforms. So create your brand image. And I've shared this before, but I'll say it again. When it comes to your color scheme, Keep it simple. Two colors. You can go to NFL.com and look at all the NFL teams. They got it figured out, right? Pittsburgh Steelers is black and yellow. Dallas Cowboys, it's that silver and blue. Cincinnati Bengals, it's the orange and black. Think of another team. New York Jets, green and white. Buffalo Bills, blue and red. And so, and yeah, I'm not going to go through all 32 different color combos. 
Hey guys, Jason Creel here and want to invite you to the fourth annual Lawn Care Life Conference in Springville, Alabama. That's just outside Birmingham, Alabama, near my hometown. We have room for 300 tickets and that includes your meals. We're talking about Friday night, most of the day Saturday. We're going to free you dinner, breakfast, and lunch. We've got great speakers lined up. I'm going to be there. My friend Paul Jamison's going to be there. Naylor Taliaferro, Jeremiah Jennings, Alan Hayne, the Lawn Care Nut, Caleb and Brittany Allman, and my friend Jeremy Vest. We've got a great lineup, a lot of excitement, and every year that we've done this event the reviews have been fantastic so come hang out with us spring alabama if you need a ticket and want to register you need to do so before it sells out because i really think it's going to sell out this year this is friday and saturday february 23rd and 24th in springville alabama to get a ticket go to lawncarelife.com and click on the link for conference Are you looking to supercharge your lawn care business? Check out Footbridge Media. They'll optimize your online presence, manage your reviews, and provide personalized marketing consulting, all under a fixed price pledge with no hidden charges and a 90-day money-back guarantee. It's time to take your business to the next level. Visit greenindustrypodcast.com now to discover more about Footbridge Media, your bridge to success. But which one do you like? I would just, I would just use something similar to that. They got to figure it out. You don't need all these different colors and things of that nature. Get your logo to make it, get your color scheme. You like the Green Bay Packers? What are they? A green and a gold, a green and a yellow. Minnesota Vikings, what are they? They got that purple, right? I'm not going to go through all the lists. I do like NFL football, but uh, Patriots, right? They got the, the red and the blue. What do you like? Get a, get a good logo, get a good color scheme, get uniforms, get your truck marketing for you to your target audience. Obviously, get a good website. How to attract your ideal customers? A good website. That is essential. Footbridge Media. Footbridge Media is who I recommend. They're down in Pensacola, Florida. They'll get you a fire website. They are the pros at home service websites. Footbridge Media. They'll build you the website you need. Get your social media in order. You want to attract your ideal customers? Well, in my case, if if the example I use is a 45-year-old to 65-year-old woman with a family, she's on Facebook posting pictures of her and the kids, right? Maybe the grandkids. She's probably on Instagram as well. Get on Facebook. Get on Instagram. Post fresh fresh pictures of your work. Then there's Google Business Profile. Should have a solid Google Business Profile with fresh pictures of your work, not stock images. I've seen the same stock images. I just laugh. Same ones. Fresh pictures of you, your work, and your team. Also, you want to attract your ideal customers? Learn how to do email marketing with updates about your business and getting in the habit of communicating with your customers through email because eventually you can upsell them through those emails and email marketing is powerful. So I would learn how to do that. And then there's the traditional marketing. You, You have tried and true flyers still work. Door hangers still work. Direct mail campaigns. They do work. Every door direct mail, although I would say 
Facebook micro-targeted ads are even better because you can draw a map around the actual neighborhood you want to market to. And Facebook knows where those folks live and it will market to those people in that neighborhood. That's even more direct than direct mail campaigns because with a direct mail campaign, depending on the area, you might be sending your mailers to apartment complexes. So it might, it might be hitting the neighborhood you want, but it might also be sending it to the apartment across the street that you don't want. So, uh, and then there's signage. If you are doing like a landscape job, you can put a little sign in the front yard, um, like one of those little political signs, but not political, but in your case it would have your business's information. But while you're doing the job, let the neighbors know who you are. You got the sign in there. You got your truck. You got your team uniforms. Marketing is doing all of this. It's having a good website and it's having a good Google business profile and it's having a good Facebook page. Not just a Facebook profile, but a Facebook page for your business. And it's having a good Instagram for your business. And it's having good, if you're going to do paid campaigns, good direct mail campaigns, every door direct mail, micro Facebook targeted ads, flyers, all of it. I know some people like to get involved in the community and they'll have their, their logo and company name on the, the, the baseball outfield. All of it. All of it. But before you just spray and pray, before you just do all of it, know who is your ideal customer. As we talked about, what is their age range? What is their gender? What is their family status, their income level? Where do they live? What neighborhoods do they live in? What size are their yards? What do you want your customers to be like? And then market to them. Other ways to market to them is to have them leave online reviews. Your current customers, that's going to attract new customers. I was looking on the app store of getting an app recently for one of those golf tracer apps. So when I hit a golf shot, it will you know, show where the ball went. And I was looking at them. And when I was looking at, I, I, for whatever reason, it only had one review. I immediately bounced out of there real fast. I didn't trust that at all. I didn't download that app once I realized I only had one review. So if you want to attract your ideal customer, they're going to look at online reviews. And if you don't have your Google business profile beefed up with online reviews, then you're not going to attract as many of your ideal customers as you could if you had a very reputable, trustworthy online presence, not just with a great website, but also with customer reviews on your Google business page. If you need help getting more online reviews, a nice job can help you automate that. Just simply ask your customers that are happy, hey, Ms. Smith, could you please leave me a Google review? It'd mean the world to me and make it easy for her to do so. And then there's actual quality work called word of mouth marketing. A lot of people build their business off word of mouth marketing. It's so easy when you're in these neighborhoods that have hundreds of homes. Or in the case I mentioned earlier, Sugarloaf Country Club here in Atlanta has a thousand homes. The women play tennis together. Their kids are on school activities together. They're going to the same pool parties. They're going to the same dinner parties. They're getting together 
on the weekends for, for cookouts and barbecues and, and hanging out. They're going on walks in the neighborhood. And guess what they're doing? They're talking. You do a good job, word will spread. You do a bad job, word will spread even faster. But there's word of mouth. It's absolutely powerful and important. But you want to know your ideal customer and attract them first. Because if you know your ideal customer in the neighborhood you're in and you start working for them, it's like you drop a pin right where your ideal customer is and you get your ideal customer. And then surrounding that ideal customer is more ideal customers. So you want the word of mouth going into that concentrated area where you're already established. There's a lot of strategy to this. And then if you are going to do a marketing campaign, track its effectiveness. How much money did you spend on the campaign? What results did it drive? And then make data decisions to refine your future marketing strategies. But like I mentioned, you want to be doing it all. You want a very, very solid Google business profile with as many authentic reviews from your current customers that you can get or your past customers if you did a one, one and done landscaping job. You want to have a strong presence on social media. And that could change the platform in the future. But right now, it's more than likely Facebook page and Instagram. That's where the 45 to 65 year old women are hanging out, if that's your ideal customer. Maybe you work in the line of commercial work, then your ideal customer is on LinkedIn. You need to crush the LinkedIn game. But again, you want to attract your ideal customer and find out where they are and then get in front of them on social media. You want your trucks to be lettered, logoed, wrapped, whatever works with your budget. You want your color scheme to be simple, but established. You want a fire logo, a very, very good logo. You want your team in uniforms. Just think about Amazon, UPS, and FedEx. Their teams are in their uniforms. They're in their trucks. It looks professional. They got to figure it out. You want a great website, superb website. And you want, you want to do it all. You want your marketing plan. You got to be firing on all cylinders with all of that. And then, of course, you can do flyers. You can do Facebook micro-targeted campaigns. You could do every door direct mail. You can do signage. You could do the, the outfield at the baseball game. You can, you can try it all. But you really want those core Instagram, Facebook, the trucks, the, the website, the Google business profile. You really want those to be as superb as possible. And then it goes without saying, do excellent work. Do quality work. Go above and beyond. Do a good job. Make your customers happy. And then enjoy the fruits of those word of mouth referrals to your ideal customers because you're already in the ideal neighborhood. Well, I hope this helps you. I'm just warming up here. There's so much more I could share on marketing, but those are some of the basics and good things to get refreshed on going into the spring rush. If you are listening to this in real time and you want to join us at the Lawn Care Life Conference in Sweet Home, Alabama, it's going to be so much fun uh, hanging out, eating dinner together Friday, February 23rd, breakfast and lunch on Saturday, February 24th, networking, networking, networking. And we'll also hear from some industry experts like Alan Hain, the Lawn Care Nut, uh, Caleb Allman, Naylor Taliaferro, 
Uh, Jeremiah Jennings, John Pajak will be there. Jason Creel will be speaking on profit. I'll be helping to facilitate the event, EMC the event, and uh, just hang out and have a good time. Uh, that's, uh, again, February 23rd through 24th in Springville, Alabama. I know tickets have been selling fast, so uh, check the Lawn Care Life dot com slash conference website there and see if you can still snag a ticket and i would love to see you in sweet home alabama for that event thanks for listening and hope to catch you on the next episode hey it's paul is it time to elevate your lawn care business with jobber as a field service management software jobber has been a game changer for me since 2019 streamlining everything from quotes to payments and making customer communication a breeze tap the link in our show notes and see why over 200,000 home service pros trust jobber to grow their business click the link in today's show notes or visit getjobber.com forward slash paul to learn more hey it's marty producer of the green industry podcast this episode is over but check the episode notes for links to products and services that you heard about during the episode and thanks for listening summer camp is a magic place where kids discover who they are because they have the freedom to explore on their own why camp at horse thief reservoir is a sleepaway camp in the heart of idaho's wilderness each summer campers make friends build new skills and learn to love the outdoors through activities like canoeing archery zip lining rock climbing campfires and more registration for why camp at horse thief reservoir is open financial assistance is available learn more at whycampidaho.org